I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking to Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 63, because y'all couldn't get enough on round one. I brought my man Stakamoto here to get round two in. How's it going, brother? How you doing? Man, it's going well. Let's get it in. It's going good, man. Yeah, thank you for coming back, first and foremost. Repeated guest, friend of the show. Thank you for having me again. Uh, it, it was a dope conversation last time. I appreciate, you know, all the reception we've gotten, you know, my first one. So let's get the second one in. Yeah, definitely. So uh, a, a lot's been going on with you and Base58, and you guys got a, some big key announcements that you've announced recently. Um, so if you, without further ado, let's just get into that stuff, man. What do you guys got going on? Oh, man, so we have a conference we're doing, um, a technical focus conference called Bitcoin Plus Ooh. Plus. We're going to be doing help, we're hosting it in conjunction with Pleb Lab. And um, it's going to be the 7th of June through the 10th. So the first two days are going to be, you know, days like full of, of workshops and educational information. And, you know, what you expect from conferences. And then the second, um, the second um, half of the of the conference will be on the 9th and 10th, and that's going to be a, a hackathon that's that's um, organized by Pleb Lab at the um, I think they're planning to do it at the Bitcoin Commons. Nice. All right. So three days of just straight, you know, coding pretty much. Four, Go ahead. I'm four, sorry. Four days. Yeah. Four days. Four, like, four days. Yeah. Yeah. So the first two, um, there'll be workshops like and, and a lot of. So it won't all be coding, but it'll definitely be like very. Um, like developer focused, yep. Um, in, in the content and the work and the workshops we're doing, and then yeah, the second day is just building. Like so, you know, if if you have design skills or if you you know you have like ideas, you know, even if you aren't a developer, you can still try to find a team to be a part of and and you know contribute in, in certain ways. But um, yeah, definitely it's definitely going to be very hands on. You know, in the nitty gritty, trying to get out there and build things. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up design skills because I've been having a lot of conversations lately where it's like, you know, obviously the fundamentals of Bitcoin are kind of ironed out. You know, we expect transactions to do certain things, et cetera, et cetera. But the design in Bitcoin is still far behind. Is that something that you guys are focused on or is it just anybody in general? Um, yeah, anybody in general could come. But yeah, definitely, you know, design is important. Obviously, when it comes to tools, you can have the coolest tool in the world, but if nobody uses it, you know, then it doesn't really matter. So um, it reminds me of like this book I read, my, one of my homies put me on to it called The New New Thing. And they were kind of mm. talking about, um, I think it was like a story in it. It was kind of on the cusp of the um, of the commercial internet. It was like what the what the um, the story revolved around. It was written by Michael Lewis, the, um, the guy who like Moneyball and some other books that are popular. Yep. But um, long story short, the, the story was basically about like some some form of like a cable box essentially. There was like an engineer's wet dream that just never took off, right? And, and it's just it yeah. basically you know it was perfectly engineered and it was like the coolest thing out like to the people building it, but it just never got any commercial traction. So you know um, we're with the with the hackathon, you know like kind of it's it's a package deal as part of the as part of the um, conference ticket. 
But um, anybody, you know, that wants to come to the conference, like, like we definitely are, are focusing more on developers and trying to build out the, um, you know, just that space um, or I guess candidate pool. We're going to have at the hackathon, or sorry, at the um, conference part of, uh, or the um, educational part of the conference, we're going to do like a recruiting dinner and whatnot for companies that are looking to hire devs. But, um, you know, design, the people, if you're in design, whatnot too, like that, that's definitely um, on the, I would say like still technical side of things in terms of Bitcoin, even though it's not development specifically, but, um, but, you know, design is super important and, and um, we definitely, you know, if, if you're a designer and, and you're interested in trying to get hired, then you come on out. And then, you know, yeah, I think that's how, you know, you, you hear a lot of people say about like onboarding the next, you know, masses or the next million. And I think design plays a critical role there um, because like you just said, I mean, it's, it's cool if all the technical people get it, but the technical people don't make up the most, the majority. Right. Um, and it's sort it's sort of that way. And like, when you talk to somebody technical, like they kind of go on these long winded answers um, where I, I call it techno babble. Right. And then it's like somebody who's a little bit more organized with themselves can give you some metaphors and kind of like clean up that language or whatever. But those are the people that I consider designers, the guys that could, you know, guys and ladies that can actually organize the techno bad boy, make it cool, make it fun. Uh, and then, you know, the, the guys behind the scenes in the back end are definitely just techno babbling and making it more complicated in, in that sense. But um, I know they go together. But when I think about onboarding the next masses, I think about like, well, how do we make this cash app friendly? Right, like that level. Hundred percent. No, I, I think I kind of see developers and designers as like, um, you know, peanut butter and jelly, right? Like you, 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 yeah. <laughs> you need them both for the sandwich, right? You, you're not gonna make a, a, you know, a good, a good sandwich otherwise. But, but um, you definitely need the right amount. And and to your point, you know, you have to have somebody that can translate to a known population. Like you need you need the person in between that that can be like, okay, I know what they're saying in techno babble, but let me translate it to you know, um, the, you know, the lace lame person speak so that everybody can, can be on the same page and, and we can, we can, um, kind of, you know, come to a common ground and, and, um, build up, you know, build up from there. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I don't know if you can say this or not, but what's the, what's the response so far? Are you guys getting a lot of people to sign up? How do people sign up? Whoever's listening, if they're interested. Right. So you can go to, um, BTC, plus plus um with the yep. plus spelled out so btc plus plus dot dev um so that's the website like we we actually just got the website up this past week so we've had you know some some different um we've had some people kind of streaming in as we go um right now they like we um we're rolling out like we have the speaker list on there but we're kind of putting more descriptions as to what the workshops are but we've gotten like a really good reception to the um, lineup on the speakers. And then, you know, on the hackathon side, um, Pleb Lab is organizing that and, and they just had the Sats by Southwest hackathon that, you know, the really biggest success. They had a lot of different cool projects come out of that. So, um, you know, like that's kind of, you, you can expect something similar out of, out of that side of it. But um, yeah, we've got a good reception. We um, both on like just companies interested in sponsoring and, and, you know, that are, that are hiring and, and basically, you know, are interested in, in possibly finding talent at the conference and in terms of, you know, people interested in, in, in coming to the conference. But um, if you are interested, definitely get a ticket because it's going to be a very intimate conference. It's not going to be a lot of people. Like, we're going to have 100 plus. Um, 
Mm, but it's going to be well, that's a lot of people in my opinion <laughs> well yeah 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 i guess but relative right like you know the, before yeah. 2022 is like thirty thousand, right so it's going to be it's going to be the opposite True. of that right it's going to be super super um intimate in relation to to what you know some bitcoin conferences have been and are becoming and um you know like no definitely 100 people is going to be 100 plus is going to be dope like we love whoever comes out like we're super excited but you know it, it just is not you know, one of those tickets sell out, like it's kind of, it's going to just be the intimate event. So that, that, um, yeah. you know, that basically once you're there, you know, you, you can kind of meet people and, and mingle and, and, you know, kind of really get a hands-on feel for the different workshops we're having and, and meet these different um, representatives from the companies that are going to be there. Yeah, that's huge. Now, shout out to Plab Labs, but, uh, was this a, um, you know, like, a a cohesive idea that you guys came up with together or did you guys go up to Pleb Labs and basically say pitch it to them and see if they can help? How did that relationship start working out? Yeah, yeah. So like I would say that um that, you know, with the hackathon, we um like Lisa was actually invited to to speak. And then and then you know I kind of was just there for moral support, right? Um I was on anybody's team. But um, kind of like we had the we had the idea probably even back when they did the South by Southwest hackathon. So like we probably brought it to them then, and then we and then we thought it was just perfect for them to um, you know, to do the hackathon portion, and and um, they were they were on board with the idea, and and they're great guys to work with, man. Like they 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 get yeah. to it, and and you know, super professional. So you know, it's it's been great to be working with them. And, um, and we're excited for, for, you know, this collaboration and, you know, possible ones in the future. Yeah, for sure. I, I could double on that. Um, you know, hardworking folks, always pushing, motivating, inspiring when you see them do what they do and how they get around. Uh, yeah. Shout out to, to, to them over there. But, uh, now that you said, uh, Bitcoin Miami, man, uh, last time we spoke, you told me you were heading there. Shitcoin conference? Nah, come on, hit me with the lowdown, man. How'd it go? Man, I, I'll say that there's definitely, you know, a lot of a lot of advertising. You know, there might be yeah. a little more like muddy the waters, but I would say signal-wise, for the most part, um, I didn't really watch a lot of the speeches just because of the idea, you know, like watch them later. But but they, yeah. like, it definitely, you know, there's definitely plenty of Bitcoin signal there. You know, it, it, yeah. you know I, I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm not really speak to like what they have to do to try to subsidize, you know, the, um, what's going on. But I would say it's kind of like, you know, you get out what you, what you, what you look for. Right. So, so ultimately, mm. you know, I'm like maybe as a, as a new pleb or, you know, as, as a, as a pre-corner, it might be a little, it might be a little, um, on the fence of, of trying to wade through some of the promoters, um, that were yeah. there, but I would say largely that, that it was a well put together event. And um, like I, I have a homie that um, is our director there, and he did a um, a Bitcoin um, themed art gallery, and, and that was dope. That was like probably one of my favorite parts of it. Shout out to Tommy. But um, hey, but yeah, no, I, I'm you know I'm not like I'm kind of the type of person. I'm if I'm not in the arena, then you know I don't really try to talk on people who are, and and you know, I, I overall holistically overall, I, I think it was great. It was a great event. Like sure there. You know, there there was some promotions that you know of maybe companies or projects that I wouldn't really get behind personally, but you know, you know that that's that's kind of their decision making and and yeah, I'm not really a part of it. Um, but I think overall it was great. It was a great conference and and um, there definitely was was plenty of Bitcoin signal and and I had I had plenty of fun kicking it with Bitcoiners the whole time. So 
So you know, you you get you you get what you you get out what what you look for. I would say there. Yeah, that's a very valid point. Um, I just spoke to um, to Des Dickerson from Thunder Games, and she mm. she actually kind of gave a really good point where she's like, "Look, if we got to use the shit corners money to basically host a bigger conference, and that's the price to pay to just kind of have them shit corn around, but that money then gets put right back into the you know the events and the festivities and stuff, then that's a fair trade off. Like, fuck it, we just take the bag and we just make it all Bitcoin." Um, uh, I think last year I was a little bit sour about it. Like, ah, eh, last shit corner. This year I think I was more understanding uh, because this year, which is the next topic I want to get into, this year I felt like, you know, I, I've been around the Bitcoin community more in person, mm. right? That's how I met you. That's how I've met a lot of the people that I've met this year. So it made sense to me now watching from a distance this year that's like, nah, I know what it's like when you're around Bitcoiners. And what we're seeing out here is not what it is. There's a lot of shit going on in there that's real Bitcoin. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. No, I would say 100%, man. Like, I, um, there are people that I met that, um, you know, I've been following, you know, before. And, and it's definitely a high signal event, like, you know, in terms of just the the congregation of, of Bitcoiners, right? Like, I, I um, you know, I, I'm sure you wouldn't mind, but I'm not going to say who. But there was a podcaster that, that I, I followed for a while that I hadn't met yet that um, I ended up kicking it with, with him down there and, and um, you know, for, like, you know, one of the nights. And um, I, I met him at Beefsteak, but then later in the week, we ended up kicking it a little bit more. And that's one thing I'll say that I, you know, I'm not, I can't speak for everybody. I haven't met all of the people you, you might, people might know on Twitter, but I would say I've met a number of people on Twitter in real life that, you know, are very welcoming. And, and you know, it's just, if you come up to them, just as a normal person, right? Like, and, and you know, you probably don't, you know, I don't really fan, fanboy out with nobody like that for real. But, you know, if I respect you, I'm going to tell you I respect you. And I feel like yeah. when you come, there's plenty of people I've met that when you come to come to them like that, you know, they're very receptive and, and open. So, yeah, like to, to Des's point, you know, it there, there's, you know, it's not like there's no strings attached to the money. It's not like they're just giving the money and, and not expecting any type of promotion in, in return. But ultimately, you know, I, like I kind of feel like it's similar to maybe how some people might feel about podcasts, like having advertisements, right? Like it's ultimately, yeah. It it's kind of one of those things. If if the if the options are not having it at all, or having it and, and having to wade through some of the some of the promotions, I, I don't agree with. I would rather just wade through the promotions I don't agree with. So you know, like it, it's, yeah. it's better. In my opinion, it's better to have it. And you know, plenty of people who have opinions, and and if you have opinions, don't go, right? But but ultimately, um, I enjoy myself. I, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to put on an event of that a production of that size. Like just yeah. being down there, like it was a lot of moving parts. So, you know, kudos to them, regardless of how you feel about the shit coinery. Um, kudos to them for putting on the event. Um, definitely, yeah. definitely think that that there was plenty of Bitcoin signal, and and you know, ultimately, ultimately, you know, sometimes there, there's kind of a an idea of of you know us as Bitcoiners wanting to protect people. You know, kind of like parent, how parents want to protect their children, right? Like, and not to say that we're, yeah. we're like, Bitcoiners generally are, 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 are like sunning people, you know, trying to be like, you know, you're my child or anything. But, but ultimately, like, sometimes you just have to let people learn lessons on their own, right? You know, you can't always save people. And ultimately, I, I think that, uh, that there, there's more than enough, like, real Bitcoiners in these type of events, like, in, at, in, at Miami, that, you know, for people that, that, 
are receptive to it that, you know, you, you can just get pure Bitcoin saying, no, you don't have to worry about the shit coins. Right. Like, so it, you know, it's just, it's just a learning curve and a spectrum that, that, you know, some people are further along and, and you kind of want people to be further along with you, but it just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, about the ads on the podcast thing. I mean, I think we're, we're opening up an arena where, these ads are not really necessary um, and, you know, value for value streaming and stuff like that. And although I do know that, you know, a, a lot of the budget that some of these podcasters have, is not enough to just do value for value podcasting and streaming that way. Um, but I, I still think that, you know, if podcasting is to stay the open medium that it is, meaning that right now, you know, I don't have anybody off the head, but I could say, fuck this person. Right. And the only way that we can continue to kind of have that open talk is to not allow a big advertiser to come in and be like, nah, 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 nah. You know, you're going to have to drop that from that episode or we're about to pull the bag away from you. Right. Um, so that that's an internal battle that as a creator I have. Um, but also another, another conversation with other podcasters that I would love to have. It's like, you know, is it really worth the bag? And maybe it is. I, I, I don't know. But I, I think we need to get away from that. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of just like, you know, it's, it's open free market of ideas, right? Ultimately, some people, yeah. it is worth the bag, right? It's kind of like, you know, there, there are certain underground rappers that will never make it big. And, and they're, they're okay with that because it's, they're more focused on the craft. And other people that part of their idea of being a rapper is making it big, right? And, and, and you know, they might mm. sacrifice some of their cr- creative control over their art for the sake of making it, right? And, and ultimately, I, I'm not gonna, you know, as, as you as an artist, or as a celebrity, like, you know, that's, that's whatever, whatever pursuits you have, that's, that's on you, right? Like ultimately, yeah. the way I feel like if, you know, either I gravitate to music or I won't, but I, you know, I, I'm not really, I don't really try to venture into having opinions about people I don't know about, right? Like I got to feel like a lot of, Fair. a lot of problems with society is people can't, can't remove art from the artist. And there's certain, there's mm. certain examples where maybe the, 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 the artist like their, in, their inclinations might flavor the art in a way that reminds you of the things you don't like about them, right? But I would say largely, ultimately, it's just like, you know, people are people. And, and if somebody wants to get the bag and, and self-censor, that's their right. Like, you know, I, I, I might, I, if like they lose me as a listener, then that's just the gambit they took, you know? That, and, and that's why, you know, I respect like, somebody like you. It's just like, you know, if, as long as, as long as you want to stick to the principle of, of, you know, not having to self-censor and, and do value for value. I'm all for that, man. Like, but if one day yeah. you were like, I can't really swing this without maybe getting the sponsor, then that's fine too. Like, you know, ultimately that's, that's your choice. And, you know, I just think that, that, you know, people, people just find, you get in where you fit in, right? Like, like your, your niche might be the yeah. fact that you can, you can literally just do it value for value. And that might not be, that might not be for everybody. Right. Like, you know, I, I know, I guess Adam Curry, I've heard has had really good success with it, right? Like with the value for value model. But you know, he's also the pie father, right? So that, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, but you know, everybody like everybody can't be Adam Curry, you know, and and right. not, not that everybody should strive to be them, be him anyway. But you know, I, I'm kind of just like get it how you live, right? Like it, there's there's trade offs to everything, and even in Bitcoin, you know, there there's trade offs yeah. to doing one way or another way, right? So it is, you know, I think there's a lot of like purism. In Bitcoin, that I think is kind of, ironically enough, antithetical to um, to kind of the idea of, of of you know just free choice, right? Ultimately, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like even with shitcoining, like you know, I don't agree with it, 
And, and, you know, I don't, whenever you're getting over somebody, you know, I think that's a problem, but ultimately though, like, I think that people should have, you know, the choice to lose their money, right? If you want to go gamble your money, away, <laughs> that's, that's on you. Like, I, I don't think that I should, you know, as long as, as long as you are fully aware of, you know, what is, um, I guess what waters you're, you're, you're wading into, you know, like, like I kind of just more on the side of, you know, fuck it, do you. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely do understand the idea that, you know, once, once you take somebody's money, a lot of times they're not just gonna give it to you for free. Right. You know, there, there, there's very right. few times when money comes with no strings at all. And, and that's just the trade off of, of like, you know, am, am I willing to, to take this money for the with the strings that are attached to it, and that's kind of you know if you are, then so be it. Yeah, I, I agree with the you know not getting in people's you know the overall consensus of not getting into people's you know way of getting their money. That all makes a huge sense to me. I just like I don't know, man. I, to me personally, maybe I'm just autistic in that sense. <laughs> to me personally, it's just one of those things where um, once. You know, it's like a it's like a routine thing to you. So like once you got that easy bag, right, you continue to look for the easy bags. But what ends up happening is what I'm looking at in the long run is is you don't got in the bag in so many different ways. And you're right to you to each their own. But eventually you pretty much just lose ownership of everything you got. No, right. Yeah. Right? And, and that. Yeah. So to me, it's like, you know, work the high road. You know, what I'm saying do it as, as long as I can do it. be as creative as I can do it. But at the end of the road or once I start traversing the ocean, you know, I can dictate exactly what it is that my content is. It's mine. It belongs to me. Um, and nobody else can, you know, muddy those waters. And I think what a lot of people do early on to get in position to get more viewers or to get in position to, you know, get a bigger following or the bag or whatever is they give up the future decision of being able to dictate their course. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think enough people look that far ahead. I think they're looking immediate. Yeah. And, and I can understand that. Like, and as yeah. a, as a creative, that might be a trade off you never want to make. But ultimately, it's kind of just for me. It's kind of like you know that if we're in the open sea of of creativity, there are a lot of pirates, and there are a lot of you know th that are just mm. going out there and getting it. And the other ones that you know are are more paid help, right? You know, and ultimately, and and you know, if I, I don't, I don't think that you know that it's you know my my duty to like hold people to a higher standard for themselves, basically. Right. Like ultimately if, if, sure. if you want to, you want to sell your soul then sell your soul. Like, like I, I'm <laughs> like, that's, that's not on me to tell you what's right and wrong. Right. Like it, it, it you know, I, I, I just kind of how I feel about it. Right. You know, but yeah, I respect, I respect you for, you know, standing on your principles. Right. Cause ultimately that's kind of one of the things is just like, I don't have these people. I don't, they don't care about my respect ultimately. Right. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't delude myself to think that, they're sitting around being like, what does Takamoto think about me getting this bag? Right. So ultimately, yeah. you know, if, if I just lose respect for them, like then like we can both live with that. Like I can live with that. They can live with that. Yeah. yeah. And we just move on. That's true. You know, and I feel like that's, that's just the thing that I don't get with a lot of people is just why people are so caught up in, and well, I feel like I get it to a certain extent, like, and maybe this is me assuming things, but you know, I kind of feel like sometimes people, internally have like or have an internal battle that they want to justify by people being on their side that I, I just mm. I just try to fight as much as I can personally I'm like you know if you don't agree with me then we can agree to disagree and and I'm sure. fine having an argument right but ultimately I'm not about to like I, I try not to at least like really lose sleep over somebody disagreeing with me 
right? Like, because ultimately, like, what does it really matter? Like, like you know, yeah, yeah. Like, especially somebody I don't really know that well. Like, it's, it's one thing yeah. if it's like a friend, and I'm trying to convince them to get into Bitcoin because I think that that that'll be their financial um, salvation in the future. That's one thing, right? Like, 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 hey, I'm trying to get you in this lifeboat. Like, you know, like, listen to me, please. Like, but it's a whole other thing. It was just like you know, somebody that that you know is just doing their own thing and never really asked my like you know it's unsolicited opinion and i'm telling you hey like you know you need to do it this way because you know you're giving up your creative control but it's like oh, <laughs> why do i care so much like that's, that's their creative control yeah. and and you know that's you know I, I i just you know just won't listen to it as much you know like one example i would say and this might just be his own musical journey it might be the fact that he got more pop pop um but like i'll say the weekends music like i like the, I'm much more of a, like an early weekend like trilogy fan than I am anything that came to hits, right? And there's like a couple songs here and there that I'm like I, I can still I can still bop to, but like you know yeah I, I feel like largely the weekends like you know music has shifted from the early weekend, which you know ultimately that might just be just evolution generally. It, it's just like you know I can't expect somebody to be the same person ten years later, but to a certain extent yeah. I don't know how much of it is pop, you know him him, him kind of like you know trying to reach a larger audience, but you know, it's just basically the result is I'm just going to, I just listen to Trilogy. Like, you know, that, and, yeah. and, you know, I just don't listen to mo- most of his new stuff. And I'm sure he's okay with that. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it is what it is. That's a great example. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel the same way. But like you said, I, I'm sure The weekend could give two fucks if I listen to the new stuff or not. <laughs> yep. He's touring the world and doing that. But, um, and it's kind of, I don't know, those... maybe it's a, ver- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Now, it's, it's one of those things like being in a niche community, right? Like where ultimately, it's just like, to a certain extent, I understand wanting to protect culture, but you can't want to protect culture and want to spread culture at the same time, right? Like, ultimately, mm. for rap to make it globally, people are going to start rapping in their own languages, right? Like, yeah. it might have started, in, it started in, in the English language in, um, you know, the Bronx, New York, yeah. but it went to the South, and, and I'm from the South, right? Like, so... So, you know, I got in, you know, I, I got into rap, you know, through, through a Southern, a Southern um, ear and, and the yeah. people in the, you know, now rap is all over the world, right? The people who, who um, rap in Spanish and Korean, right? And ultimately is one of the things where if you want to share culture, you can't, you can't always protect it. Like to, like to the extent of being a purist because, you know, p- people aren't going to see the world the same way you see it. And, and it's kind yeah. of just like, you know, I kind of feel like, Ultimately, if the, the eternal September problem, um, you know, which, which is in reference to when the Internet really started to to hit that like critical mass of of new people coming into the Internet and like the, the original culture changing that, like you know, I wasn't even a part of. Right. Like, you know, I, I, didn't, I was kind of always a uh, I was kind of a late bloomer to the Internet where, you know, I was more growing up, I more cared to be in front of the TV. Than I did the internet, and that, that kind of like really shifted in college, where you know now I really don't watch much TV, but um, yeah, but you know ultimately it's like if I had to, if my if my entrance into the internet was was um, gated to like you know the purity of people you know before two thousand, like you know how how they got into the internet, then I just wouldn't be in there user, right? So ultimately, you know, there, there's always give and take when culture is shared, and and you know. There are things that are there are things that are that are fused, right? And and I just think that that ultimately, you know, like sometimes going, you know, 
becoming mainstream, you know, you lose some of the things that made the culture that made the culture like attractive in the first place. But you gain something else. Yeah. And and you know, some sometimes sometimes the culture is irreparably irreparably, irreparably um, you know, damaged in certain ways, but you know, that, that's just part of that's just growing pain, in my in my opinion. And 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 ultimately like the in the in the free market of ideas, the the most popular idea wins, right? So so if yeah, and but but you can still have an intransigent minority, as as you know Taleb would say, and you know you have you have the underground purists in, in rap, like you know the backpack rappers and the backpack yeah. fans that 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 culture is still alive and well, and and ultimately if that culture never grows from a small knit knit group, then so be it. Like that that just means that that's as far as that culture goes. Like, and, and yeah. to a certain extent, like some cultures can't grow past a certain point because then they, they do lose the close knit part of it. Right. And, and, you know, yeah. it just is what it is. Like, you know, you, you can't, you can't turn a tribe into a, into a town, right. It, it, it morphs into something totally different. Like either you have a tribe yeah. or you have a town and, and like, well, there's enough space in the world to have both. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's rare unicorns that can make differences there. And like, like Tech Nine, I like to think of you know Tech Nine as one of those guys. MF Doom, it's like these guys that continue to stick to what they do and have done forever, but they were able to build the town. I mean, these guys continue to just be the biggest thing ever while being stuck, uh, you know, true to themselves. Um, so at at what point, and this is kind of this is prevalent in Bitcoin, especially on Bitcoin Twitter. And your idea, at what point does somebody become a sellout? Uh, and the reason I bring that up is. Just today, uh, I don't know if you've been seeing the whole Zuby thing. Have you? Mm-hmm. you yeah. <laughs> I, I, and, and it's just not Zuby. This happens like I, I would say every few days on Bitcoin Twitter. Somebody's called a sellout. In your mind, do you even care about that word sellout, or do you give people the space to do what they want to do? Or for me, like it's kind of more a respect thing, right? Like and yep. and so it's kind of like me. I would I would you know I don't really use a word like that for real. But if I if I were to define it, I would say you sell out whenever you promote something for money that you wouldn't do yourself ultimately. Like if, if, isn't if you that ad not, though? Like, like if, uh, I, if I think about like one of these podcasters, isn't that like what the ad thing is though? Is like you're saying, yeah, no, no, Hey, use the ledger like, wallet. Okay. Yeah, no, dude, I agree. Like I, I'm, I, I agree. Yeah. Like that is, a, that's on the spectrum of selling out to a certain extent. Like if, if you, if you don't use the ledger wallet is, is like kind of what I would say selling. Out. If you do use it, then, then, you know, like, I would say that that's more like you know if you use it and and you can get paid to promote it then like you you just found a good way to to promote something you like to do right like if if, if sure. ultimately you were able to get paid to like promote rap music like your favorite artist like your top ten artists right I wouldn't consider yourself yeah. out for for promoting your top ten artists even though you're getting paid to do that right but yeah. like I kind of see it more of a selling out whenever it's like opposed to your internal values like which I can't really determine per se. But it's just like one of those sure. things like, you know, I would say that I'm not going to speak on the podcast themselves, but um, there's been like examples of like, this is the topic exchange I use now that like, you know, now just a new episode and now it's a new topic exchange they use. Like, I use this all the time to like, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> okay, well, what's the last thing, yeah. right? Like, I like the way I kind of, you know, I kind of, if, if I had, you know, my magic wand, which I don't, but like, I I would feel better personally as a listener if like some podcast instead of like them um 
recording the the promos like they just allotted time kind of like like kind of like commercial right like it's like whenever if, if you watch ESPN just for the sake of example like the commercial ESPN aren't endorsed by ESPN or recorded by ESPN right like or the the things being promoted it's more like they bought this time from us to promote whatever they want right and it's kind of like you know yeah. I I am more of that like you know I kind of wish the podcast ads more like that where it's like you know it's on the on- the onus of the ad is on the company promoting their product versus like now it's it kind of being like a as a podcaster I like this product right and and this is if you yeah. want this and that and you know like which is once again on the spectrum of 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 you know making the content available versus it not being there like I rather deal with the ads right because ultimately I can just skip through them and a lot of times I do skip through them right like so yeah. you know it. it it's one of those things where where ultimately it's kind of like the problem that Netflix is having right now with their subscribers is, is if, if everybody tried to nickel and dime you and like you have to subscribe, like, you know, subscribe to 10 different um, streaming services to, you know, watch what you used to watch. If, if you watch TV like that, then, you know, like that, it just gets to a point where you might have to like pick and choose. Right. Versus if like, if the, the, um, you know, podcasters are able to basically be subsidized by companies that ultimately I don't have to patronize. Like, you know, yeah. it's kind of just a, I'm not going to say necessary evil, but, you know, for lack of a better word, right? Like, you know, I just think it, it you know, it's, it's just like one of those things that, it, you know, I kind of look at it as if they, if I couldn't have this without the ads, is it willing to be, if I am willing to put up with it? And I would say a lot of podcasts, yes, I'm willing to put up with it, right? Because ultimately, I still listen to the podcast. But I just, I, I would wish that it wasn't so much like a, I like this product, right? Like, it's kind of like, you know, like, like a, less influencing, more like they're paying me for this ad space. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That's a great example. I never thought about it in that fashion. But you're right. You know, if, if people pay for the space, then let them pay for the space. But it doesn't necessarily be attached to you. I still kind of feel like in Bitcoin, you know, especially the toxic Bitcoiners, they're still going to pin it back on you. Well, why did you allow them to get that space? And why? So I don't think there's ever a win in that situation. But, um, but ultimately, which, like, go ahead. you never you never please everybody. And, and that, that's kind of the whole thing oh, with me sure. is like the, the people who are like that. Ultimately, you're never going to please them. Right. It's kind of it's kind of just like the same with with like people who are just super woke. Like they'll just find something else yeah. to be woke about. Like, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the same shit applies to Bitcoiners, right? You know, there are definitely woke Bitcoiners that are like, you know, is way too way too purist, right? You know, it's funny. Yeah. There's there's some like core devs that are much more like just even keen than some people who like even even if you use the tools, right? Like, and I'm not I, once again, I'm not telling them not to be how they are. It's just like I just think there's, there's a lot of like self importance, like in social media in general. And, and like, you know, like not Bitcoin specifically, but, but, you know, just, I can, I can call it out because I'm a part of the, the, you know, the culture, but like, I just think a lot of self-importance, right. That, that is just not, not, um, just really like, it's just not necessary in my opinion. Right. Like, like ultimately, like, you know, I, I've heard this before, and but like opinions like assholes, man, everybody has one, some stink, right. You know, <laughs> it's it just like. And you, you're not supposed to have an opinion, right? And and ultimately, it's like, I like I said, like I, I just really don't try to talk on people who are doing shit. Like even if I disagree on how they're doing it, like you're still doing something, right? Like, like you can you can disagree with 
the shit corner that went on in 2020, Bitcoin 2022, I mean, right? But um, what you can't what you can't do is 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 try to act like that wasn't a big production that they pulled off, right? And for me, sure. ultimately, they they had enough Bitcoin signal where I could control myself with Bitcoiners the whole time and just walk past the shit cornery and just like let it, you know, just fall off, fall off, right? You know, it, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't have to focus on it. And I feel like just people people focus way too much on the things they hate or supposedly hate, and that's just something I don't get, mm. like personally, because it's just like you can just focus on the, on the things you like. And, and, and it's like, I understand once again, trying to save people, but, but nobody like, you know, in certain regards, nobody has to be Superman. Right. Right. <laughs> like, and, and like, I'm, I'm, I try to be more of a net than I try to be like a wall. Right. Like, you know, I'm not going to try to block you from, from something that's, that, you know, you, you're being exposed to as much as I'm going to try to catch you when you fall. Right. So it's like, okay. Like, yeah. like if you come in, like I have friends that, you know, they come and tell me that, you know, they ask me about Bitcoin or whatever. You think I should be in this or that. I'm like, I'm going to tell you personally, at this point, I don't really think you should be in shit coins, right? But you're a grown-ass man or, or, or woman, right? You know, do, do what you do. But whenever you learn that lesson, I'm going to be here for you, right? Like, so if you, if you have to touch yeah. the stove, touch it. But, like, I'm going to have the aloe vera, aloe vera ready, right? You know, it, it, yeah. it is what it is, right? I'm, I'm not, but I'm not about to, like, I don't, get, I don't get the idea of being mad at people for hurting themselves. Right. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's like, I, I'm more the type of person that is like, I might not disagree with you hurting yourself, but I'm not going to try to contribute to whatever inner turmoil you have. And, and, you know, or, or I'm not going to try to like scold, scold you for making a bad decision. Right. Like, I'm just gonna be like, right. like, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not really not even the type of person that says like, I told you so a lot. Right. It's kind of more just like, yeah, well, like I, I don't, I'm more the type of person that, like, I might be like, I don't know what you expected, like, you know, um, but but now that you know, now that you know better, it's time to do better. So, you know, yeah, yeah. like, it, it is what it is, right? And, and and it's just like, I just feel like a lot of people are like, what I've heard of Howard Stern fans, where basically I heard, I don't know how true it is, but I heard the majority of, like, the people that used to listen to him were people who supposedly didn't like what he had to say, right? <laughs> Which... Interesting. For me, it's just like that doesn't make any sense. If you don't like this podcast for whatever reason, don't listen to it. Like, like you just yeah, it's taking up way too much time in your head. Basically, it's kind of how I feel about it. And if you don't like it, just don't spend your time on it, right? And because nobody yeah. like nobody asked you your opinion, right? And and, and ultimately, I, I get I get you know, like I'm not saying. I'm not saying to go soft on people or, or, or not call out people if like in certain regards, but it, it's just like, there's, there's a level in which it's just obsessive and a level of which is actually is helpful. Right. Like, you know, to a certain extent, you know, I, I call out Ethereum, right. You know, like to, to people when my opinion is solicited. Right. But I, I'm not about to like go on a crusade and, and like try to create a, a, a like a, a rally to, to, you know, <laughs> just, down talk Ethereum, right? It's, it's, that's just too much time right. and effort that could be could be spent in a more productive and positive way, right? You know, it, it's just like I feel like a lot of people go the route of trying to like crash something versus build something else up, right? It's like you know, yeah, I'm I'm more. I don't know if I if I talked. About, if, I think I might have said this on the first the first rip we had, but like basically, I'm much more of like a 
instead of talking about how dirty this glass is, is put a, put a clean glass next to it type of person, right? Mm. So you know it, you don't have to you don't have to point out you don't have to point out all the neg all the negative things about something if you can actually show people the positives of the alternative, right? It's like you know I, I think it's much more yeah it's much more um, constructive to talk about all the things that Bitcoin can do than all of the reasons why the fiat system is shitty, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I think it's the, uh, a lot of people suffer from the imaginary audience syndrome too, like in both ways, right? Sometimes it's they think people are watching them and their insecurity starts to come out, but then there's the other side where it's like they think people are cheering them on and nobody's fucking paying attention at all. Right, 100%. That, that's a huge problem. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so, like, and I think so. social media makes it worse. No, it definitely makes it worse. Cause like the problem with social media is the fact that it's detached from the physical and and you know the right. you know the immediate. Like, you know, so ultimately I can be whoever I want on social media, right? And 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 that's fine. But, you know, and I you know, I operate under a NIM on Twitter, you know, not so much for the fact that I'm trying to, you know, ultimately hide my identity, which there is a lot of reasons that I understand doing that it's more kind of just like that is that I use it more as a, as a barrier, right? Like kind of like a, you know, visible force field between people who know me who don't, right? Like ultimately I'm not about to be like, you know, me, you made me, you and I met, right? Like I introduced myself as right to, to yep. you. Um, but you know, for people who, who don't, who like, you know, just meet me off the internet, like that's just kind of a, a natural barrier for me. Right. It'd just be like, okay. Like, you know me obviously through the internet, right? And and it's yeah. just like, but yeah, to your point though, I like I think a lot of people just hide behind the internet in a lot of ways that you know give them a sense of of you know um, digital confidence. It's the same as like people drink and get liquid confidence, right? It's just like you know <laughs> you wouldn't say this type of shit if if you were in front of me, right? Or or, right. or if you were in front of these people you're talking about, and and you know I def- there are definitely a lot of a lot of examples when giving anonymous opinions might be the best route, but ultimately though, it, it just, you know, it, it, it just is like, it's very easy to, to be the person that, that tried to tear somebody down. Right. And yeah. like, even, even if, even if like the points you're making are salient points and actually, you know, might, might have a lot of truth in them. Right. But, it, you know, ultimately, though, it, it just like I said, I'm much more the type of person that I rather just hold up somebody else, hold up somebody high that's doing doing things right. than like try to try to knock somebody else off, off of a pedestal that I don't think they should be on. Right. Like, you know, it, it just. Yeah. It, it's just a, it's just a, a where you put your energies thing. And personally, I, I'm just not the type of person like that, that that just wants to put all their energy in, in like trying to, trying to save people from other people. Right. Like I, I rather just, yeah. you know, like I rather just, um, you know, just help people find the signal from the jump and, and just be there, yeah. be there whenever they're, they're ready to hear like, okay, you were wrong. Like, you know, like you, you put your, you put a false sense of, of confidence in this person. Right. Like, you know, I, I think, I don't know who I heard this from, but like, the concept of confidence crutches is real, right? You know, a lot, a lot of people have confidence crutches and be like, well, you know, the mainstream media told me this. So that, you know, this person that I trust told me this. And I, you know, I think ultimately, you know, people in general just, just have to take a step back and, 
and just be more discerning with, you know, who they listen to. But I, I just don't feel that that it's my my place to tell people like you're making a bad decision and and like you know like it just is it's just not in my opinion and, and some people might take that as like well you you just let people get screwed and and you know ultimately um, that might be the case in certain regards but but like I said I'm I'm I'll, I'm, I'll try to be there whenever they come back around right you know and yeah and, um, that that just is what it is. Now it's it, you know because not everybody's like that. So like, would you would you, is that an acquired skill that you build over time? Would you say your mama just raised you right? What, mm-hmm. what would be the reason that you are that way? I'd probably say it's definitely like life experience. Like you know, just okay. I've had a lot of experiences in my life that have led me to the type of person I am. And and you know, I'm I can't really like look at one or or another, but like I, I just I've gotten to the point where I'm I'm okay with with just people not agreeing understanding me right and, and yeah. ultimately ultimately too like I, I kind of feel like I just and, and maybe I'm maybe I'm a little cynical in this regard because they're definitely you know there are people who have who have you know given good feedback on on the last pod I did right but I'm kind of more the type of person that most of the time like, I don't give I don't really don't give a fuck what people have to say on, on social media and I if I do like it's definitely people who who like you know I think are genuine people and like you know are well reasoned but largely, I kind of just like think the same in reverse. And most people don't. Most people really don't care what I have to say. Ultimately, like you know, and and the people who do are the people who I connect with. And, and ultimately, it's just yeah. like I I I'm just I just think that you you attract the type of energy you put into the world, right? So if you're always arguing on Twitter, then like you're all like that's the type of people you're going to attract. The people who like to argue on Twitter, right? And I, I just you know I can I can definitely argue. Like like people that know me in person <laughs> will definitely be like you know mind like having arguments and like and I really like I'm the type of person I don't really get tired like if there's a topic that that I feel strongly about I don't get tired about arguing like if you say something back to me I'm gonna rebut you back and forth like we, we can go on for hours like rebutting each other right but ultimately it's it's just like I don't do that on, on the internet like it's just I, I I just I'm not I just don't engage a lot in like digital ways of communication you know like I'm much yeah. more of a physical communicator and and like so that's probably another reason why I just I really don't I don't really just use the megaphone of Twitter, you know, as much as I could, just because ultimately I just prefer to pull up and talk to you. Right. Or or, or I sure. prefer to like get on a video call like this. Right. If, if I have to talk to somebody, you know, um, that's not near me, I, I want to be able to see, you know, see your your um, body language and your your reactions to what I'm saying. Right. And and um, so like. I want, it's just my personality type. I, I wouldn't say it's a skill per se, like, because, you know, it's, it's kind of just my mode of operation, but I will say that it is, it is a positive, um, trait in my estimation for myself, you know, just to yeah. not be too self-important, but also just not to understand that like most people, most people just, they want you on their side to want to convince you of something is, is because they're still like, grappling with them themselves, right? Like, you know, like, they're, sure. they're, like, um, as we say in the South, a hit dog will holler, right? You know, mm. like, you know, if, if you, if you start touching people's insecurities, then a lot of times they'll show you. And, and so yeah. that's another thing too, it's just like, I try to be empathetic in certain regards. And, and I feel like part of being empathetic is understanding that 
that if I say something and somebody disagrees with, there's probably a reason, right? And and, yeah. and ultimately, if if I talk to you enough and I like neither one of us budge on on our opinions, either both of us are are like you know just stuck in our ways or one of us is stuck in our ways, and it might be me, it might be you. But engaging at that at the point that either one of us or both of us stuck in our ways, engaging just doesn't really matter. Like I'm, I'm you just start doing it for your own ego at a certain point. Yeah. And, and so it's just I, I just um, very much just just try not to engage, right? You know, with with yeah. things that boost up my ego, boost up other people's egos in ways that really aren't productive or, or positive, right? You know, it, it just it's purely just a, a, a um, an ego boosting activity. And I try, I try to recognize yeah. that. And, and like, you know, I definitely am very opinionated with things. And, and there've been times where I've had to like take a step back and either apologize for something, you know, I, I like, I have expressed to people I care about, like, you know, um, or, or just like come back around and be like, you know, I was, I was wrong about that. Or like, you know, now I've thought about it. My, my um, opinion on it has shifted, but, but, you know, there, there, there takes trust to, to do stuff like that, right? Like, you know, I have to trust you and vice versa, right? Like, you know, like I said, if, if I don't really think that you care what I have to say ultimately, I'm, you know, I'm not going to engage with you. So it's just like, it's not easy to build trust over the internet, especially with people who yeah. hide, who not hide behind, but who, well, like, you know, when they're, when people don't use their actual likeness, you know, um, as, as their profile pictures, I like include myself, right? Like it, it there's somebody today, <laughs> this this in our in our cohort um, of students that like basically he was just like asking me like who are you like <laughs> like basically who, who's the person behind the name right and and yeah. and, um, and and once I told him he was like he was like oh well you know thank you for the work you're doing base fifty eight like you know as as you know uh, co founder right but it's just like yeah. you know that's a trade off I'm willing to make right that that ultimately there are a lot of people who who you know don't associate my real life identity with my Twitter profile. And, and that's, that's, that's like what I went for in, in doing that. But, you know, like ultimately I understand that people are not going to trust me as much, which, which, you know, right. I, like, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, like <laughs> act like I'm surprised because people don't trust a NIM just because it's NIM. Right. Like, and, and I, yeah. So ultimately I, I guess to wrap all this up is, is kind of, I just, I just try to have the, the approach, that um, people are gonna free are gonna freely form their opinions based on their experiences the same way I have, and I haven't walked in your shoes or their shoes. And ultimately, if we can't find things that are that we have in common enough to build a sense of trust or understanding, then I just move on. Like it's just like I just feel like there's there's certain natural weeding out processes that some people just like use it the opposite, right? Like some people use things yeah. that they should weed people out of their life as a funnel to bring more people into their life. And it's just like, you know, they just invite all the, all the people they should otherwise be weeding out of their lives. And I, I just, I try to weed out as many people, you know, that, that don't bring me more happiness, wisdom, knowledge, money, you know, what, you know whatever, whatever combination thereof out of my life. And I also try not to be like, try not to take things personally whenever other people like, they might see me as a 
as a way to do that in, in, in the, like, for themselves, right? So, so it's like, you know, some people argue because they see that as a way to get more clout. So, you know, if, hmm. you know, ultimately I'm not, like, I try not to be upset with people like that because I don't have to engage, right? So you're not, you're not going to get no clout for me because I'm just not going to engage with you. But, like, if you're trying to get clout for me, I'm also not going to be mad at you for doing that because, like, you know, that's, that's you know, there are, there are incentives to doing that that are leading you to that point that if I try not to understand or try not to put myself in your shoes might be confusing and it might be infuriating to me. But, you know, once I understand that, okay, like you get Twitter followers by doing this type of stuff and, and, you know, ultimately whether you monetize your Twitter followers or you just, you just use them to, you know, as for like a a sense of self purpose or self worth, I'm not being mad at you for that. Right. Like, yeah, that's, you know, everybody, everybody's self-interested. Like, and I feel like a lot of people just don't want to grapple with the fact that people are self-interested, right? You know, including your friends and family. And that's something that yeah. that I'm I over my lifetime I've had to grapple with. That you know, there've been there've been times where I've had friends treat me better than family, right? And and you know that that just is what it is. Like you know, and ultimately, I'm I'm okay with that now. Like because I've had to, I've I've learned to deal with it because you know it just I try I try my best not to victimize myself because, you know, at a, to a certain point, people just stop caring. Right. It's just like, you know, the, um, and, and you could be a legitimate victim, you know, victim of, of, of some, of something that you had no control over. Right. Like, you know, somebody, somebody can, can pull a gun on you and rob you of everything you have, but there's going to, there's going to be a point in time where every people around you are going to stop caring about the fact that it happened to you. Right. And, and true. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I just I, I take more of the approach of let me try to figure out how never to let this happen again. Right. <laughs> so. So, you know, as opposed to like trying to get sympathy or or, you know, a sense of a sense of um, safety from, you know, victimizing myself, especially for things that really don't matter. Like somebody somebody was mean to me. Right. Or somebody said something to me like, you know, that I, I, I didn't I didn't care for it. Right. It's just like, like, you know, if somebody called me stupid, that only will affect me if I actually, if I actually somewhere in, in my, in my heart, believe that. Right. But otherwise I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, okay. I get you like, and, and move on. So, yeah. you know, that was probably a long yeah, answer to say that, that, you know, no, it's, it's you just let value for off. people that don't know how to control their emotions, man. You just gave a whole one-on-one lecture on <laughs> how to stay poised and how to, you know, keep things that you have control of in your control and not worry about the things that you can't control, uh, which is very stoic in a sense. Uh, uh, honest with you, yeah, man, man. Like my personality, the type of people who get, who get under my skin the most are people that I love the most. Right. Like it, it takes me mm, like, yeah. you know, I don't like you have to, to be able to get me upset. I have to care about our relationship. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if like for you to get me upset, there's probably something that, that, in our, that, you know, ultimately I might not, I, I might w- want different or something in our relationship. Even, even if I'm the one in the wrong, um, potentially, that is not the case. It upsets me. But otherwise, like, you know, like, it's it just, like, like I said, I, I, I'm very, I can very easily cut off somebody I don't care about. Like, it, it's nothing to me. Like, it, it, you know, like, I, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. um, I don't, I don't mind people having opinions, especially people I don't, I don't have any any um, qualms of, of never seeing again in my life. Right. So, so right. it's like to get under my skin, you have to actually I have to care about you a lot of times. 
So, so like, like that, yeah. that makes it where the times where I actually have to, you know, um, do some introspection or I have to like, um, you know, be empathetic are times where it's, it's producing a better relationship with somebody. Right. Like, it, you know, it, yeah. like otherwise I just won't care. Right. He's like, okay, well, yeah. you know, like I, I we can just, I'm fine with agreeing to disagree. <laughs> like I have no problem doing For it. sure. Like, but the more, the more I know and love you, the more, the harder time I have doing that because, you know, like I, 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 I would want to come to mutual understanding and, and, but I am opinionated. So, so like, you know, it can get sometimes to a point where, where, you know, we have to agree to disagree and, and it, but and it, it just takes a while. Like, uh, it just, yeah. we both blew in the face of talking about it. And it's like, okay, whatever, fuck it. Like, you know, it like, we'll agree to disagree. But, but like, if I don't, if I don't know you or care about you, like you can, you can tell me your opinion and I'll tell you my opinion and you feel some other way about it. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> you are yeah. entitled to how you feel. And I, um, you know, I 100% you know, hope that you continue to have that right. You know, I hope that we live in a country where, where, you know, you can disagree with me and I disagree with you, but we don't have to force our views on each other. Right. And, and, and that's really not necessarily the country we live in now, but, um, nope. <laughs> you know, but ultimately, you know, it, it, like, that's the way I post things. And, and, you know, I'm very much like a, you know, leave me alone and, and I'll leave you alone, but, but, you know, fuck with me and, and let's find out. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's a, a fantastic point here to to wrap this one up uh, i think we got to make this like a segment man i don't know you, we, we don't have enough time on the clock to be able to have these conversations man it's a lot of value here man i, I, pre- I appreciate you <laughs> having me on and, and man like i um you know i, I want to reciprocate like to to you for for you know doing this show and bringing me on into the bitcoin community at large so yeah when like you know when, whenever I, i'm um, available and you're available we, let's let's do it again yeah, nah, I love that. Um, so, Stack, uh, give them, you know, I know you've given it in the last episode and a little bit earlier, but give them all the call to actions. Let the people know where they need to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you want to find out more about the, the um, conference that we're hosting, you can follow BTC um, plus plus on Twitter or go to BTC plus plus, um, P U L S P U L S dot dev, D E V. That's our website. You can um, find us at Base58 at um, Base58BTC um, on Twitter. And uh, and you can find myself at Stakamoto21, S-T-A-K-A-M-O-T-O-2-1. Um, so between there, you can um, get in contact with us, DM me, you know, let's, um, let's connect. And, and um, you know, whoever finds um, myself or Base58 or Bitcoin++ through this podcast Thank you for listening to the end and um, thank you for, for connecting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys go and check that stuff out. Uh, I actually got to wrap this up so I could go see Stack tomorrow because I'll be out there. So I got to wrap up and, and do that. But this is a nice reminder, y'all, that if y'all want to get on the show and share your thoughts and share your opinions, we have the Mind Your Block segment on the solo rips where you can donate 10000 to the show. We give 50% of that to the devs and then you can come in and talk your shit and mind your block. Uh, reach out to me, uh, Talking in Bits. Uh, on Twitter, Defbed, D-E-F-B-E-D. That's my personal handle. Reach out to me there and we can make that happen. As for watching and listening to the show, we prefer Bitcoin TV over YouTube. We're on both of them, but go ahead on and check out Bitcoin TV. 
fantastic platform up and coming. Uh, same thing for audio. You can find this on Apple and all the legacy stuff, but we prefer you check us out on Fountain. We, we, we appreciate the sats that you guys are streaming to us for all this valuable info. Stack, I appreciate you one more time. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having me on again. And, and I'm excited to see you tomorrow. Absolutely, brother. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there and uh, we'll talk sooner rather than later and we'll do this again because uh, these are just valuable and we don't have enough time. I mean, let's do it. I'm down. All right, all right. All right, guys. Well, I'll see you next week. This wraps up episode 63. I appreciate you guys as always. Later. Later.